is now serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. That's right. It's the podcast where we spill and serve the tea each and every week. And this week is no different, except we have... Can we sound off some kind of alert? Yeah, A I regional like alert? <laughs> <laughs> this is a huge we have a week. Regional, a regional queen joining the podcast. This is huge. Penny Saber? Penny Saber? Yeah. Penny Saber? Yeah. Penny Saber? Okay, I'm so excited. Penny Saber? Penny Saber? Okay, I didn't expect it to go on that long. Yeah. But I'm so excited, Jess. As I was saying right before, it's like it's like there's company that's here that's that's visiting. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. This is really really exciting. Oh yeah, all nervous. We, it's like we, we chopped like all the, the pillows. Rug. Yeah, we chopped all the proverbial pillows, floofed all the rugs and everything. We're like company's here. Yeah, we're going to be on our best behavior. But in all seriousness, this is a very big deal. Yes, this is mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. So can I, for, for our guests, can I put on the, the tea, the, the, the kettle? Please immediately put the kettle on. We have so much tea to spill. We have so much. But of course, we have to get down to business first, yes? Yeah. As we do every week, it's the celebrity quiz. Uh, so I'll <laughs> read out the hints. And then at the end of the podcast, right before we say goodbye, you and our special guests can uh, ask three questions about the hints. And then you can... Uh, uh, make three guesses, and we can see if, if anyone gets this right. You are our special guest. So, right. here they are. Uh, hint number one. This person had their first on-screen appearance at the age of 15, and it was on a British television series. Uh, they became known across the world in the late 90s after a breakout role in a movie. In the third hint, in 2012... They wrote a book about autism. Are you are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. It had to be harder this week because there's two of you that can guess. So it had to be tricky. It's not going to be easy. I even prepared you for this before. I was like, hey, like, listen, if there's going to be two of you guessing, it's going to be very challenging. Okay, preparing someone doesn't mean that you just tell them it's going to be harder. Preparing someone would say, here's what you can study oh, or think of. You can't study for the celebrity. These are fun little snappy well, little bites. I do. So, well. I take pop culture very seriously. and I'm <laughs> You do, and student. you get most of them right. You get most well, of them right, right every single week. So mm-hmm. what? how many have I, I guess, beat you at? Three? Four? Not many. Not many, exactly. Not nearly enough. All right, fine, bring it. Okay, right. so what were the hints? They're, they were on a British television show at, at the, the age, age of 15. Yeah, that was their first on-screen appearance. Then the second hint, uh, they were known across the world after a breakout role uh, in a 90s movie. And in 2012, they wrote a book on autism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Think about it. Great. Yeah. I'll mull this over. Mull this over. While we have some, while the tea is steeping. While the tea steeping? is steeping? I don't, okay, steeping. whatever. Um, and, we have to, yeah. yeah, we have to offer some tea to our guests. Can, can we go to a commercial? I'm so excited like for the this. the hostesses with the mostesses that we are. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll be right back mm-hmm. with our special guest.
Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. All right. So as Chris mentioned, we have an extremely special guest here. Yes. Yeah. On the podcast. I can't wait. Um, Teresa. Her name is Teresa. Let me just preface all of this. Teresa is a queen, a queen if I've ever met one. And you know that I can easily identify other queens as a queen myself. Yes, of course. Um, She is so interesting and fantastic i'm so enamored by her and i am just so delighted that she is agreed to join us on the podcast today please uh teresa pull up a chair <laughs> the kettle is hot the tea is ready <laughs> hey teresa how are you hey come on in um, <laughs> i'm half expecting jess to bring me a real cup of tea but i know now that that's not how this works no <laughs> That would be amazing, world. though. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Teresa and I do spill a decent amount of tea on the regular okay, okay. all the time. <laughs> Teresa recent Okay, wait, Teresa. So Teresa Van Telligen is our queen on the episode, on the podcast here today. <laughs> we, we met each other working in Killarney, Ontario, which is where I am right now. Um, and if you want more context on that, you have to listen to our last episode. It's really, it's so exciting. And I've, I've told so many people about this because it's such a cool thing, Jess, but well, I'm excited for both. Yes. Yes. If you want more information on that, listen to our last episode. Sorry. Yeah. I can't get into that whole thing again, but the way the, how I met Teresa initially is because I came to visit my friend Tyler and he was like, Uh, oh my God, you have to meet my new bestie, Teresa. And I was like, excuse Excuse, me, because what the hell? (laughs) Oh I obviously okay. refuse to be dethroned from my rightful <laughs> spot. Um, and then once I actually got to know Teresa, I was like, my eyes continually, like my pupils are constantly dilating into little hearts where I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> she is so fantastic. And I understand this. Um, unfortunately, Tyler, you have been replaced. <laughs> just kidding. Whoa, <laughs> um, I'm build, just kidding. Yeah. We can build a tandem throne. It's okay. We can both. <gasps> Rain together. Wow. Giant couch throne. Oh my God. Yes, this, a comfy one. Oh, of course. Okay. And so I have to say, so, too, I'm, ex- I'm extremely excited about this, too, because from my perspective going into this, like, Teresa, I've heard some really good things, but it's in super high level. And so I'm going into this, and like, obviously, any friend of Jess's is a friend of mine. I can't wait to hear all of this. And even I, I've been bugging Jess. I'm like, oh, so like, Give me the background. What's the situation? Jess is like, save it for the podcast. So (laughs) here we go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here we go. Mm -hmm. So Teresa, so Teresa and I are working together in Killarney right now during, you know, COVID global pandemic, this and that. And of course we become Instagram friends, as you know, as the millennial and possibly the Gen Zer that I am. I'm obsessed with Instagram, <laughs> stalk everybody. And I saw that Teresa made a post about her being on a sailboat, like sailing across the ocean. And I was like, what? This can't be right. 
When, yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, I'll stop talking. And so then Teresa and I had breakfast, and I was like, can you tell me about the boat, like this sailboat? Did mm-hmm. you come here on a sailboat? And she was like, yeah, I did. Like, it was so like, meh, meh. and I was like, excuse me? What? So <laughs> I had to find out more. Yeah. And then I started to, and then just all of the questions that came after that, I was like, wait, what? How did this happen? And it's just so amazing. So Teresa, can you give us a little background about um, who you are and how you got here? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, broad. <Wow>. Um, <laughs> I am Teresa. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I came to Killarney three years ago, so this is my third season here. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing. I got ensnared by its beauty, just like Jess. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I arrived and I was like, oh my God, this town has one street. Um, I'm <laughs> yeah. probably going to die here. Yeah. And no um, traffic lights either. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, then I then I just fell in love with Killarney. It's just my favorite spot. Cool. Um, but I had, you know, since I uh, was released from my home as a teenager, I kind of had this system of tree planting in the summer, so making as much money as I possibly can and then traveling the rest of the year. Cool. Um, so it was a very vicious cycle, and I still can't break it. The only thing that's helping me break this cycle is COVID-19. Oh. So... Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. COVID. Which for for those who may not know, Teresa, if I may interject, mm-hmm. can you quickly describe what tree planting is? Because I think that people don't quite understand how next level intense that job is. Like, can you just give us a yeah. brief? Yeah. Because in my yeah. mind, I, I I was thinking, oh, like you're are, is this planting seeds? And I feel like what you're going to tell me is something that very different okay, yeah all right yeah okay. <laughs> yeah people are like oh my god that's so nice you're just a hippie in the forest like touching trees i'm like no actually i hate the trees they're they're monsters <laughs> no. like i hate my entire life <laughs> it's not fun it's not spiritual yes i'm a hippie in the forest but that has nothing to do with tree um it's basically mm-hmm. you're living in the middle of the woods in your tent in northern ontario or i did one season in bc and every day you wake up and you pack these enormous um, like donkey saddle packs, like you feel like a mule mm-hmm. full of little like saplings, like little trees. Wow. And then you spend the entire day hauling around like 40 pounds on your body or no, 80 pounds on your body with wow. a shovel by yourself in the woods, planting trees in like um, like specific spacing. So it's like um a huge mental struggle because you're by yourself you're yeah. self-motivated to make money and also you're covered in black flies and there's bears oh, all around you God. and mm-hmm. you're just like drowning in your own sweat so it's it's a very glamorous job mm-hmm. um wow. and yet this is why i'm like tell me more she's a tough ass bitch like i need to know more yeah. <laughs> wait am yes. i allowed to cuss oh yes <laughs> we welcome it on this welcome yes. yes please this is okay that's crazy and so in in forgive me so is this like is it like a government thing like why who who is it who needs these trees oh my planted? god no and i'm serious <laughs> so why, <laughs> but i'm like why do we need to plant more Aren't we so it's for it's for logging companies so okay. like you you sign up with a tree planting company oh, okay okay and then they get contracts. So most of them are like, I think I've only done one for Parks Canada. It okay. Like we're going to reforest for real, but the rest are logging companies. So it's uh, not even like, 
I'm just part of the, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. part of the system. Mm-hmm. I'm planting trees that in 50 years are going to be cut down. Cool. Um, so when people <laughs> cool. are like, oh my God, you're like, you love nature and you're such a hippie. You've done all these. I'm like, yeah, but my trees are going to be dead in 50 <laughs> <No>. years. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. This makes more sense now. I was mm-hmm. like, well, in my mind, I was like, oh, this is cool that the government's doing this. And they're oh, no. planting no, trees. No, I was like, no. wow, this is great. No, 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 no. Excellent no. program. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so that's how I made my travel money for the first few years. And then I switched to bartending. I moved okay. out of the woods and into Killarney. Fair. And then, and so, Jessit, you got to Killarney on a boat, on a sailboat. Is that correct? Well, I like, didn't. I I didn't get to Killarney on a sailboat. I okay. drove. Okay. But um, the plan. So I was in Europe last fall and winter, and the plan was to try and get back to Canada um, without flying at all. Cool. Um, and so um, I got from like on the boat from Europe to Barbados and then by the time I got to Barbados the world had absolutely fallen apart and so I had to get on a plane I got on like the second last flight back into Canada before they shut it down oh my gosh um, so it was like if I don't fly home now I'm not getting home for the next year so wow. uh, I chose to fly back to Canada which was not the plan but also it's a global pandemic that yeah I yeah. uh I had to, I just sacrificed that dream. It's fine. Wow. How? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I like, you're like, again, you're like, so I got on the boat, crossed the ocean, and I arrived in Barbados. (laughs) I'm like, um. No big deal. (laughs) No big deal. Can you tell us how you got on this boat, with whom you got on this boat? You know, all of that. How long you were at sea. Um, so this was not actually my dream. It was my, like my ex-partner, Willem, his, his dream was to cross the ocean on a sailboat. And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Um, so, so it's kind of like a movement that I didn't really know about until we started getting into it of, um, of like young people trying to get places by sailboat hitchhiking. Um, and so there's like heaps of young people in like the Canary Islands and in Gibraltar, um, like sort of like Southern Spain, uh, kind of area, like sometimes Italy who will just go to marinas and docks and things and just like brock up to these fancy sailboats and say, Hey, are you going across the Atlantic? Can I come? And a lot of people just say yes, because it's like, it's an extraordinary amount of work to be awake. Um, on a sailboat because somebody always has to be awake um, and watching and so a lot of people are like you know like for an iceberg like Titanic like what are you watching (laughs) for Um, you're it's just make sure you're going in the right direction right how do you know there's ocean on all sides compass yeah there's a huge amount of machinery um, on boats like there's there's the electronics do most of it for you but the things that like need to be adjusted you should be watching for so like at night the winds can change um or like during the day as well Oof. and it's like the, all of a sudden you'll see a human cloud coming and you're like oh I, I i hope that isn't coming for me and then it does oh my and God. so then you have to like take the sails down and things like that so you just it's not like you don't have to be really sharply watching during the day but somebody always has to be like on deck 
kind of like alert. Mm -hmm. Um, so to have more people to help with that, um, a lot of people are fine. Like, especially if it's just like a couple who's Mm going to cross by themselves, then a lot of the times they're like, yeah, sure. You can hop on my boat, stranger. We'll take you across the ocean. So, um, we, we were looking for a boat in Gibraltar, um, because I was running out of time on my European visa. Uh, so it was like, if I don't sail out of here, I am going to be banned from Europe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is not ideal <laughs> at all. <laughs> and so we found these um, really lovely British gentlemen who were building their own boat. Um, and within like, I, we talked to them for about 10 minutes and they were offering for us to come across with them. Um, In this boat that they were building? Yeah, it was this huge fancy catamaran. Okay, okay. Um and I'm so like, this wasn't... sounds crazy. I'm like, they're like halfway through building a boat and they're like, want to get on and cross the ocean? I'm like, this is nuts. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's a big boat. Okay. <laughs> Let's see uh, if it works. That's what I thought as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> turns out it didn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> turns out <laughs> they put the boat in the water and there was just like, you know, a lot of problems with it. No. So we stayed with them for like an un, un, uncomfortable amount of time, just like, hoping that it would work out and then it didn't mm-hmm. and so i was like okay well we'll just give up um and go to morocco instead um and i was very excited and then two days later they called us and said we found uh we found somebody who's willing to take you across they're leaving tomorrow whoa okay. um and so we met this couple and then the next day we were on their boat sailing towards the canary islands um which was insane like stranger danger alert. Um, yes. Yes. And can so, I yes. can I just interject one more time here? Can you talk a little bit about what was happening COVID-19 wise at that time? Because w- were you af- afraid of it at this point? There was no lockdowns yet, right? No. So it was sort of like it was sort of in the first stages when we got on the boat. Like it was like there's this crazy thing happening in China. It's sort of like it's sort of happening other places, but like, it's, I don't know. And then mm-hmm. we got on the boat for eight days straight. Um, and there's obviously no internet. And then when we got to the Canary Islands, it was like a little more serious, like still people weren't wearing masks or anything. When um, was this roughly again? Sorry, Trisha. Like, it was March. Was it February, March? Okay. February. Yeah. I think February we left. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so, okay. Continue on with your story with like your normal, you know, I'm just wondering (laughs) because no, really, when we had this conversation before and she's like, and then I got on the boat and then I got to Barbados and this and I was like, the world changed that quickly. I think it's really interesting to share that timeline and just your perspective because I don't think a lot of people have that perspective. We were all glued to our phones when this was happening, right? exactly. And I think you saying kind of like February, that was that time like right Mm -hmm. when it shifted, at least in in North America, Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. it was within a few weeks there. So yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. sorry, continue. Yeah, Yeah, it was like each block of the voyage, we would get news updates when we reached our final destination. And it was like, like, it was insane to not, like not, um, build up to it like all of a sudden have my phone full mm-hmm. of these like horrific things i was like oh my like culture shocked almost mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah we uh we sailed from gibraltar to the canary islands which took like a long time there's no wind uh so it took eight days 
and then we were going to cross straight from the Canaries to Barbados, um, which takes about two weeks. Um, if you're like th that time of the year, there are trade winds, and so you just get kind of blown in the right direction the whole way, which is kind of cool. Like that's why that so many people cross mm -hmm. at that time. Um, and so four days into crossing from Canaries to Barbados, every single electric thing on the boat stopped. What? Um, and so there was no power steering. So we were like steering manually. All the lights went out. Like it was um, very unnerving, especially for someone like me. I've, I've never sailed before. Um, it was totally oh like walking in blind. My first night on the boat, um, we do you do night watches, so you're alone mm -hmm. for three hours at night just watching. Um, With no first lights, night, nothing. I have anxiety yeah. listening to this. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, you're yeah. alone on the boat. Okay, can you also just yeah. describe what you're hearing, what you're seeing? Like, I need you to paint this picture for me. Okay. I'm so <laughs> yeah, you're alone on the boat at night. What does I'm that alone mean? on yeah. the boat. Um, everybody's mm -hmm. sleeping in the bunks below the ocean, mm -hmm. like what I was telling you, just the, the swells, like they look so scary. Like they're coming up from behind you. It looks like a wall of water and then you're on top of it. And then you're oh like, my God. and then yeah. it's over and you're like, Oh, and so the first day I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to die on this boat. I'm so scared. There's no way that this boat is going to make, like make it across the ocean without me being dead. Yeah. Um, and so the first night I was absolutely petrified. Um, just had no idea what was going on. I was by myself and my heart was like pounding, pounding, pounding. And I look next to me in the water and there was all this bioluminescent plankton in the water and there were dolphins swimming next to the boat through the bioluminescent plankton. And I was like, oh my God, I just conjured a Patronus like Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> there, there was no yes, more fear. <laughs> wow. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and they just stayed with me until I wasn't scared anymore. That's cool. Uh, so you so, asked the, the universe to deliver you a sign, and it did. Hmm. And it did. And yes. Yes. I just would like to let the record show the universe works <laughs> in powerful ways. It Continue. is listening always. Yeah. Always. Always. I Jess and I often go about this. I'm like, no, the universe doesn't do that, and this and that, and then these things happen. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool, but <laughs> yeah, that's so that's amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's, because that's very, and very and cool. just you know, for me, I'm I like, I have so many questions. I've mm -hmm. seen so mm -hmm. many movies. The perfect storm. This and that. Where these that's what I was thinking huge of. waves yeah. are happening, and I was like, how do people get across this? Like, what happens? And Teresa told us you just kind of blip over them. You just kind of blip well, over I, I don't them. Think, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, yeah. I feel like you wouldn't say that you just blipped over them. It's so easy. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And it's so it's definitely in, something to get used to. And when did the the power go out? Was that right away? You said that was the first night, or that was no? Like it was on? yeah. Four days into our oh. like crossing, like we were going um, west. So you're right in the middle of it at this point. Yeah, wow. like slowly because the wind was still like hadn't picked up yet. Mm -hmm. um, everything just shut off and it was like, okay, we either <laughs> continue for a week and a half with no electricity, which is so silly. Like the fridges were off, the, oh, you know, yeah. the, 
the lights. Like there were no lights at night. Mm -hmm. um, all the navigation equipment wasn't working. So it was like either we um, go completely blind across the ocean, which is just the stupidest idea in the whole world, or we make a detour. Um, so we were just kind of off the coast of the West Sahara. Mm -hmm. um, and so we just kind of sailed for the next four days to uh, Cape Verde. And wow. so, yeah, we were there for a week fixing uh, the boat, and then we left um, from Cape Verde to Barbados, and that took um, 15 days. Wow. This is crazy. And so it, yes. it was the four of you on the, the boat, so it was the... Yes. Wow, okay. That's a lot for four people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm guessing these are pretty tight quarters, too. Yeah, it's like there's a lot more space in a boat than I would have thought because, okay. like, everything has to have a purpose, mm -hmm. um, and the boat still has to be light. Right. Uh, so we slept like there was like four cabins, I think. So we were just in the two front cabins, um, and then there was like a, a galley, like the kitchen, mm -hmm. um, and a sitting area. But like, it was so hard to be under. Um, like not in the air because you'd feel kind of nauseous. Like I, yeah. I'm, you get like my, the guy that I was with, uh, Will, he got really seasick um, for like Oof. days he was sick yeah. and then he would feel better and then something would trigger it and he'd be sick again. Because wow. um, it's just such a weird, like your brain doesn't know what's happening when you're under, when you can see out, like you can feel that you're moving in the yeah. boat. Yeah. Um, but if you're not outside, if like your body's just so confused, it has no idea what's going on, and then it just wants you to puke. That's crazy. How mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I feel weird using the term sea legs, but how how long did it take for you to get your sea legs? Like, how was there even a time where you felt comfortable, like fully comfortable on the 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 boat and yeah, boat or? um. I th it took about three or four days for me um, okay. to just be like, okay, everything's moving, like everything. Yeah. Um, I never slept well. Um, mm -hmm. Like it was just like you're you're rolling side to side all night, and underneath the boat, it's just like the spookiest noises because you can hear the wind, you can hear the water, you can hear dolphins sometimes, you can hear really? like like the ropes hitting um, on the mast. And so I would just like wake up in a panic every 20 minutes being like, the boat is sinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. And then uh, mm -hmm. uh, what's funny mm -hmm. is I wasn't even thinking about uh, like the, the food and, and drinks and everything uh, mm -hmm. when you said uh, that you lost power. So what is, how does that work? Like that's, you have to bring a lot of food for, I mean, yeah. four people plus being on the, the boat that long. Like, are you eating a lot of the yeah, same what do you stuff? Eat? Like, like how, rice? How you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of like rice, pasta. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Like the thing with vegetables is they don't keep very well, especially with such a small fridge. Um, they were pretty big meat eaters. But then when we went to Cape Verde, they were pretty um opinionated about buying the meat there they're like it's not from the superstore i'm not going to eat it um so they decided that they were going to do a vegetarian crossing and i was like perfect that's awesome i i i don't really like meat 
Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. But then when I would when I would cook vegetarian meals, they'd be like, "This is gross. Oh, There's God. no meat. <laughs> it's like lentils are disgusting." <laughs> I'm like, I just am so confused at what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. So the eating was interesting, but also um, because you're not moving that much, like your body is constantly being moved. So like your muscles are sore because you're like resisting the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not walking around that much. Like it's only 50 feet that you can go. Right. Um, so we ate probably like maybe a meal and a half a day. Okay. So it wasn't like, it wasn't too, too bad. Really? so interesting this is this is like stressing me out hearing this i'm like i can't even i don't even and i've already asked you so many different questions and i already have so many others which are like (laughs) what was the number one thing that surprised you about this experience would you recommend it to somebody else what was the worst part of it like can can you indulge me (laughs) yes um the i don't know the thing that surprised me the most probably was um, like the, your relationship with time when you, when you mm-hmm. have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I, th- I thought I was going to be doing a lot of reading and writing and like, like, you know, creative things that I hadn't put time, um, aside for before. Yeah. And I ended up just being completely, like completely hypnotized by the water. Like I just sit and stare at the water because it's it's only water that you're seeing, right? right? right. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing else. There's no sightseeing. But I was completely enthralled by the ocean. Like every day, I was just I I would stare at nothing for hours and just mm-hmm. be thinking, and thinking and thinking. Um, so that surprised me that I just had the capacity to just sit and be quiet. Because uh, I'm not a very quiet person, and I, I I'm very uncomfortable in silence usually. But I'm just so quiet <laughs> yeah. for like yeah. days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That was. That's yeah. very interesting that you say that, Teresa, because during my residency here in Killarney, um, I often, <laughs> yes, a residency. Um, I often find myself not that it's comparable, but I, there must be some kind of magnetism with the water. Because I find myself so often sitting on a rock, just like staring at the edge of the water to quote Moana, Um, (laughs) but like, and just, and not being able to listen to music. Like I don't, I think a lot, I thought I'd be like powering through eBooks and I had downloaded all these like audiobooks and all of that and podcasts and this, but I just sit there in silence and just watch the water. It's such a experience so it's kind of it's kind of cool to hear that that was you too yeah another reason is it because it's so out of the norm like that's like (laughs) i mean it's one thing like like you're on a a relatively small boat going across the ocean like that's that's crazy like that's not something most people experience i wonder if it has to do with that too just because it's something that's like it is so different than than how most of us normally live our lives i don't know that that is super interesting yeah it's it's just something that when when it gets brought up i'm like you know that i sometimes forget that i've done some interesting things because i'm like oh you don't want to hear about it's boring like it's just it was just water you know like i was just on a boat in water um but at the time it was like i am doing something insane Um, i'm very stressed very nervous (laughs) but also my heart was like like just so calm like I was mm, like, you know yeah. what? If I am to die, 
Um, one, I do not think I would because the dolphins would come for me because they are my water spirit animal. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. And they would carry you. You would hold their fins like Moana and they exactly. would carry you to the island. Yes, of yes. course. Yes, um, of course. I was so convinced. I was so convinced by that. I was like, you know what? I'm absolutely not worried about going wow. overboard because the dolphins will come for me. And Will was like, Teresa, you'll, you'll die. You'll, you'll absolutely <laughs> die. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too funny. So what was in- the temperature like, Teresa? Like, did you ever feel the ocean? Because I'm getting a lot of Titanic, um, like, you know, no. stirring up for me. And I just, like, obviously, they're a lot more north, you know, like hitting an iceberg. Okay, the water is frigid. But is it warm there? Like, it's just such a huge body. It's the ocean. Like, is it cold? Yeah. Did you ever go for a swim? Like, is that a ridiculous question? I, I don't know. No. So <laughs> the boat was moving too fast for us to swim. Um, okay. like eight knots doesn't seem very fast, but like mm, when you're sitting mm-hmm. on the back and like putting your legs in the water, it was kind of like, whoa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, I would be power washed by mm-hmm. this. Um, so there were a few like calmer days where, um, the thought came up to like, oh, what if I like tied a rope to myself and jumped in? Um, but the water was quite cold from like on the European side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we were like 10 days out, um, getting closer to the Caribbean, the water just was absolutely beautiful. Like it was wow. like wow. It, the color, I, I can't, I know that everybody's seen the water, you know, even here in Killarney, the water color is just absolutely mm-hmm. stunning, mm-hmm. but I, I can't describe to you how beautiful just the, the color of the ocean in the middle of the ocean Wow. Um, because wow. like, we calculated, um, exactly halfway and I was like, I am in actually the middle of the Atlantic ocean. This is wow. crazy. Wow. Oh my um, God. That's also terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so scary. It's so scary. Um, I came home and my mother's hair was completely white, um, <laughs> for good reason. <laughs> Sorry, <Okay>. mom. <laughs> I, yeah, oh the, my gosh. Oh, it was it was crazy that they looked like like an like a puddle of lapis lazuli all around you. Um, yeah, amazing. I, I want amazing. I want to go back to something, um, Jess. You asked uh, uh, a few minutes ago um, around recommending this to others. Like, I know, would you recommend this to others? I mean, not probably not right now in light of COVID, but like maybe once it's safe to travel again, like, is this something you'd recommend? It sounds like it was a pretty eye-opening experience, but I'm also terrified hearing this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I would do in this situation. What do you think? (laughs) I would, (laughs) yeah, it's absolutely petrifying, but I would definitely recommend it. But um, make sure that you know the people before you go with them because um, I I am a very um, open human. Um, and I love a lot of humans. Um, and I don't have hate in my heart for anyone, but I have a lot of dislike for the people that we crossed with. Um, they were absolutely awful. Wow. Okay. Um, so if we had crossed with the, the men that we got to know for a few Mm -hmm. weeks beforehand and we, we liked them, we got along, we worked well together, we laughed, we were serious, we cooked together and that would have been like just the coolest experience of my life but because this couple was 
um, like very negative energy. They blamed us for everything that was happening on the boat. They weren't welcoming to like teaching. I don't know. They were just like, and their sense of humor was just like racial and sexism and and that's not my thing. And so because of their, um, because of their attitudes, it was the only thing that I was like, you know what, I I do have like negative feelings towards this experience, but I know mm-hmm. it's just personal. Okay. It's not because of the experience. When I was by myself at night with the stars being my entire vision and the ocean and the glow-in-the-dark plankton, I was like, this is like this is something I can tell my kids that I've done and they'll mm-hmm. never believe me. Yeah. Um and and like that that is what makes it worth it but you just get to know the people before you go is my yeah. recommendation and how i think you maybe kind of touched on this at the beginning but how do you uh meet up with with people that have boats like is there an organization that like pairs you with these people or is it a matter of just like walking down the dock and like chatting with people or <laughs> yeah like, how, how, how does this happen <laughs> like i feel like there needs to be some sort of like like a, a Tinder type app for this where you can match with people to see if you oh, get yeah, along God, with them before you get on their boat. Not in a dating way, but in like a, <laughs> a, a crossing the ocean kind of way. <laughs> so there's there's a few, like we started off just by walking um, okay. and being like, hey, uh, you want some company kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of like, there's some websites like Cruise Seekers and like Find a Crew and stuff like that that you sign up for. Cool. Um, and then you kind of get more... Like, like you know more about the people, you know like the what their boat is like, um, what their goals are. Um, so we signed up for a few of those. There's also a lot of Facebook pages, um, okay, yeah. which is really cool. Like I'm still part of one, um, and it's just interesting. Like people will post photos of themselves, um, saying like I'm looking to go across. This is my experience. This is you know my skills. Um, so we did a few of those and we got a few people, uh, interested. Um, so there are like, there are ways to do it. And there's, there's a few websites that you can actually like pay for a membership and then Mm -hmm. it's like more official and and it's a bit more serious. But, um, the way we met, like the people that we ended up, um, going across with was just networking. Cool. So interesting. Right. Yeah. This is so, So, would you do this, Jess? You know, the one thing that I am very afraid of, I'm picturing but you have not like the utmost respect offense. for, okay, sorry. excuse me. No, but I'm picturing like in the middle of the ocean, I think, I know I would be freaking out. I think mm-hmm. you'd be freaking out too. I I'm don't know. very, Hearing? I am <laughs> very big water. I have tremendous respect for it yeah. really. I don't know if I need to do something like that. Um, but I could, you know, like, I think I would be scared shitless the entire time, but I could do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. If I had to, I don't know if I would choose to do it, you know, the way I see it, some like colonial a-holes, like whatever, (laughs) have been doing this for centuries. So like, if they can do it, I can surely do it. Yes, definitely. All right. That's a good way to put it. You're right. Mm I'm like with totally with literal right. with literally with like 15th century technology have done this. So yeah. I'm thinking, not to diminish what you've done, Teresa, because it's spectacular in so many ways. <laughs> but if I had to, I could. I would be terrified because I get very nervous yeah. on the water in very big uh, uh, and bad weather. I just 
I've had a few experiences and I just, this is why I had so many questions about the waves. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, no. And I mean, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I mean, sure. I guess, I like, guess if I was like forced to, I feel like yeah, I would like, mm-hmm. do it, but mm-hmm. this is like hearing all this. I'm so like, I'm fidgety right now. And like my, my heart rate <laughs> is definitely up. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is, mm-hmm. it's so fascinating. That's so cool. And it's interesting to hear you say about, um, yeah, like the, the folks that you were with too, because, um, I guess I wasn't really thinking about that and how much that would play into the whole experience. But if you're with people in a very, you know, confined area for that amount of time, like that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And there's nowhere to escape either, you know, right. like you're, mm-hmm. there's only 50 feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a small boat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I should have asked how big that boat was, but okay. Um, okay. So I have two very important questions. The first is, did you please tell me that you did like a daily video vlog for all of your fans? Um, that will become some kind of documentary in the future and with like a, like a nice photo collage. Um, I think that you know that I didn't do that. I am so bad with <laughs> documentation and also videos. And I post, I post a photo like once a year on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I wish that I was a person who documented more. I did, I do take some videos of me talking. Um, mostly when I get really excited and there's nobody around to talk to, I'm like, okay, listen up. This is what happened. And then I'll just show it to people after. <laughs> um, because I forget, like, I want them to hear about what I'm excited about in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like the yes. dolphin thing. I have a video of me, like, and it's red light because it's at night. Wow. So it's like me holding this like red flashlight at my face, just like being like, you will never <laughs> guess what just happened. I am shook. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my um, gosh, that's spectacular. Okay. Okay, so you didn't take as many photos as I would have liked you to. That's okay. But also, um, you can on your next there's one. There's nothing to take photos of. Like, if I took a picture every day, it would be the exact same picture. It's just ocean. Like, there's well, nothing to you know, take photos of. Just a nice, okay, you know, here and there sort of thing. Yeah, you know. I definitely should have done more videoing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can that's see, okay. Jess, if you were on the boat, you would need a, a battery pack because, it, it, yes, there'd be pictures and videos of the ocean, but it would be like sing-alongs and like, uh, I'm picturing there would be, what's the Lady Gaga song from her movie that I'm off the deep end? In the shallow. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm picturing uh, there'd be a Celine song. I'm, nothing's coming to mind, but I can I can hear songs in my mind. My heart would go on, of, yes, course, of course, at of the course, bow of, of the boat. Are you oh kidding me? I would be, oh, yes, be, of course. It'd be an endless feed. Although there's no service like out missed... there, though. Right. Yeah, so. I feel like I missed a huge opportunity now that we're talking about You it. did. But it's okay. This is why we were meant to be friends, Teresa. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> okay. I am learning a lot. Um, it's fine. So am I. Um, okay. And so then my next question for you is, can you please now describe landing in Barbados? Yes. Like, what did yeah. it feel like to be on land for the first time? Were you like, thank God, I'm never going on a boat again? What's the first thing you wanted to eat? Everything. Like, what did you do first? And then, of course, this is complicated and out of the ordinary, I'd say, for, you know, all those people that travel across the Atlantic on a boat um, because COVID's happening. So Mm -hmm. can you just walk us through that? Um, It it was very, like, 
I woke up, I knew that we were getting close to land and I had had the first night shift. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's like Christmas morning. When I wake up, I'm probably going to be able to see land and this will be over. Um, And so I woke up and I I was literally like a little kid. I like ran up the stairs and I was like, is it here? (laughs) And the person on the way was like, it's over there. And I saw and I was like, land ho! Like just like screaming in my own head because I didn't want to actually annoy everybody. Did you start crying? I probably would have started to cry. Yeah. I would the have thing had, is, like, no, is that it was so anticlimactic because you see the land and you're like, yes, we're there. And then like 12 hours later, you're landing. Like it's, boats are not fast. Like the wind is, right. is not quick. So but the fact that like, land, you know, you're not probably going to die at that point, not to be dramatic, but I would be yeah. like, okay, like it's, we can make it from here. I don't know. That was, for me, a huge relief because I was like, I could totally swim from here. And everybody was like, no, you drown. I'm like, you guys have no, ye of little faith. I could totally swim from here to Barbados. I can see it now. It's it's good. Um, So, yeah, it was very anticlimactic because it was like, oh, my gosh, it's land. It's been 14 days. This is insane. And then, like, I think it took us a full day to actually get to the land. Which was like, okay, I just want to be there now. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm sick yeah. of seeing it. I want to, I want to be on it. And then, um, the thing is, like, it wasn't this huge, like, rejoicing. Like, Barbados is absolutely stunning. Like, seeing it from the water was like, oh my gosh, this is yes. just absolute paradise. Yes. Um, but when we got to the dock, um, there was just like they radioed us and said, "Do not get off your boat." um how many days have you been at sea and we were like 15 well it was 15 um so we had been self-quarantined obviously like we did not have covid um and so we weren't allowed to get off the boat and people with masks came and like took our temperature and it was so hot like it was it was just so hot and i was like sweating because we were running around on the boat trying to like land and i was also really nervous because i didn't really know how bad the world had gotten um, so I obviously had a high temperature and I was like, just give me like five minutes. Like I just need to cool <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm just really hot. Um, but they cleared us. And so, wow. um, the, the thing that I wanted the most was a beer because you, you do the passage dry or you should, cause it's unsafe if you're not sober. Yeah. Um, but because the world was so crazy, um, we just went into a grocery store bought a bunch of supplies and then headed straight to the airport um, and to try and get on whatever flight they would let us. What was So you, you turn on your phone mm-hmm. and yeah. like, what is that? What are you, what are your thoughts? Like it was like, I was just so scared. Um, like immediate fear. Um, Cause I, like when we were in Cape Verde, um, my mom was like, maybe think about flying home instead. Like if the boat takes a week longer than you think to fix, I would just Mm -hmm. fly home instead. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we were pretty close to going home then, but then the boat, Mm -hmm. like it didn't take very long to fix. So we were like, okay, well it's only two weeks. What, what could go wrong? Yeah. What could go? Yeah. (laughs) But at that Um, time, that's normal to think that I feel. Yeah. I don't know. It was like, it it can't, surely it can't be that bad and then two weeks later yeah i turned on my phone and i had messages from my entire family and like most of my friends as well like people who like i i don't talk to all that often were just like hey are you okay where are you like you need to come home Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so my mom and will's mom were working together to like 
get us flights and stuff because obviously we couldn't do it. Um, and so, yeah, they were just like, get to the airport immediately. The Canadian, like the Canadian government knows that you're there. Like you're all good. You're on the list to get out as soon as possible. Um, wow. yeah. So it was just like, it was immediate. Um, and my mom sent me a huge long message. Um, and then she just, as soon as I started typing, she just called me and she was like, I just want you to like, take a deep breath. Um, don't panic. Uh, just make sure that you keep your head on straight. It's, we've had a few weeks to like ease into this new life. Um, but you're going to be thrown right into it. Like, just don't panic. It's okay. You're going to be fine. Wear your mask, wash your hands, don't touch anybody. Um, wow. and so that, like, I needed that pep talk because if I had just gone straight into it, I was, I, my eyes were just like wide open the entire time. Like my mouth was open under my mask. Cause so I was like, I'm so What's shocked at what is happening. What did um, yeah. what, this call with your mom? Did this take place before uh, uh, you were greeted by the people with the masks on, or was no, this after? afterwards? Yeah, wow. afterwards. What was that like? Immigration. Like I can't um, imagine pulling up on on a boat and then like these people in masks like coming towards me like that. I would be like, what What has happened in the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just like um, I think things have gone badly here. Yeah. Uh, yeah this is probably not going to be a fun conversation. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But the people there are so nice. Like I didn't mm -hmm. meet like in Barbados, every single person that we interacted with, with, with which wasn't a lot um, because we just were trying to stay away from everybody because we knew that we weren't sick. Yeah. Um, but everybody was so lovely um, that like they were like, hey, just so you know, the world is fucked, um, but it's okay. You're yeah, here yeah. Um, and you should leave immediately. Yeah. And we were the last boat that they let into Barbados. They shut it down the next day. No way. Wow. Yeah. It was like so insane. So what would have happened if you showed up the next day? They would have said, go back out? They would have turned out? us away. Yeah. Like, like oh parts my of the Caribbean had already shut down. Um, the Panama Canal was closed, so the the people that we were like whose boat we were on, um, they were stuck in Barbados. I don't I don't even know where they are uh, because I obviously did not keep in contact. What? That's crazy. And so I wonder, like, what happens in that case? So if you have no food on your boat, you're running low. Like I think they'd probably shuttle it out to you. Okay. Is my okay. Guess, like wow. on a little dinghy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. This is wild. This is, this wild. is so Chris. This is what I was talking about, right? Like, mm -hmm, we're mm -hmm. Teresa and I were having breakfast, and I was like, I want to respect her time, but like, I have so many questions. Yeah. And the best part is, she was like, before this, oh right, when I was backpacking through like this country, and when I was in Southeast Asia for like two months. Oh, and when I was, you know, in Bolivia for a mm -hmm. month doing that, and I was like, excuse, excuse me, like, what is this? Like, so. Teresa, I would just like to dub thee our official travel correspondent of the Now Serving podcast. Wow. Mm. I would really um I would really like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I have so You're many welcome. recommendations. <laughs> oh Perfect. my gosh. Excellent. Yeah. Um, travel tips with Teresa. Oh there my gosh. This is amazing. Yes. This is amazing. Oh, outstanding. And I just have to say, because all of this is so impressive that you know even though we are new friends i'm just so proud of you like yeah, i just feel so proud of you you know hearing this i'm like yes Teresa, 
Yes, and I just truly think you can do anything. I just love it. Oh I'm gosh, in yeah. such awe of Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this mm-hmm. is the very first time we've even ever spoke. Like this is this is crazy. I I, mm-hmm. I can't believe like hearing this. I'm like, oh, like it was a at the beginning. It was like, what's well, a, a few day boat trip? It's like one or two days. Like, oh, that that's not that bad. But like, this is crazy. This is this is mm-hmm. so long. Like to to be at sea to like have all those troubles. Like, and then with the people and like with COVID. This is this is crazy. So yeah. I, I would echo it, Jess. This is just like nuts, and congratulations for like, yes, yeah, like congratulations this, but like, surviving. This is like, yeah. No, but like, this is just nuts. Like, this is, I don't know, to, and to hear you talk about it too, like, you're so uh, like calm. Um, and you, you spoke earlier about kind of like, um, I don't know, I, I think like seeing like the, the positivity in certain situations, and you can hear that, like, uh, most people, I think myself, uh, would be like describing this story with like being out of breath, uh, panicking, being like, these people are fucking horrible. I hate that. <laughs> you're so positive <laughs> and such like a, a delight to like hear this. I'm like, oh, wow. You're so just like grounded and whatnot. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. It's, it's so cool. It's, it's cool to talk about because I always think, you know, when you're living your own life and it's like, no, this, this is just what I'm doing. It's fine. Yeah. I'm just floating along like on the winds of time or, mm-hmm. um, and then talking to other people who le- lead different lives and they're just completely shocked at what I've done with mine. And then, and then I like take a step back and I'm like, Oh, Teresa, actually you are kind of cool. I thought you're kind of yeah. a loser, but <laughs> you are not a loser, yeah. Teresa. You no. are very cool. Um, like I said, I just, I'm, I need to know more. Yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> I need to know more. And it's just, okay, so last question here before we move on to the celebrity quiz, which I can't remember any of the hints. I'll go over yeah. Um, What are you going to do? Okay, sorry, two more questions. <laughs> you have traveled the world, essentially, correct? Like, have you been to almost every continent? Um, yeah, almost everyone. Yeah, I okay. am missing a very cold one. You are. Um, that's okay. No need to hurry on over there. Although my <laughs> friend Alicia really wants to go to Antarctica, so maybe you guys can go together when it's safe to travel. To travel, you know. Yes. Because I will not be going there anyway. Um, <laughs> but thanks for asking me anyway. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I find it interesting that because I feel like I have such bias because I grew up in these parts and by these parts, I say Killarney, like I spent a lot of my summers here as a kid and I just feel like it is the most beautiful place. I love being here. It's got such a vibe. Um, and you still feel that way after seeing like all this, all of these places, like you said that earlier that you think it's like such a spectacular place. Do you still think? truly think that or is that just within like a Canadian context the thing that I've realized and recognized um recently now that I'm um like I know I have to be in Canada for the foreseeable future is that Mm -hmm. we are so so fortunate to be in this country it is like Mm -hmm. I I've I've been you know I've been around um Mm -hmm. i've seen some like like beautiful things but like every time i come back to canada i'm like yeah but we have everything you could ever want here like we Mm -hmm. it's like killarney is you know killarney is greece and killarney is Mm -hmm. you know like it's 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 Mm -hmm. it's just so stunning um 
and I'm I'm a person who never loses like wonder. Um, like we were saying earlier, um, a few days ago, um, Jess was saying that I she you you can watch the sunset every day and still be like, oh my god, this is the most beautiful <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And I feel for those, like those who want to check out some people. cool sunset pics, check out my Instagram. Anyway, sorry, sorry, uh-huh. For anyone who wants to see me post uh, poorly on Instagram once a year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you um, share yes. your yes. Instagram handle? Are you comfortable oh. doing that? If you're not, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not very exciting, but it's um, I'm Van telling you. I thought it was of really course it funny. Is. It's um, hilarious. I love yeah. this. That's your, <laughs> that's your handle. It's like a play yes. on your name. Oh, yeah. Exceptional. Um, yes. But I think that, like, I've always said this about Killarney, um, that I think it draws in, like, the right people. Like, I think it mm-hmm. draws in people who appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. occasionally, they're, like, there's people that come here and are just lost, um, and they don't yeah. get the nature thing. But, like, Killarney is just, for me, it's, like, it's, like, it's in my spirit now. I just can't get rid of it. I just feel wow. so at home. And, like, the rocks are, like, they have old, old magic in them, for sure. Like, you touch the mm-hmm. rocks and you feel, like, you feel energy, um, which I find mm-hmm. really powerful about this. So, yeah, I've, like, I've traveled loads, but Killarney is still, like, just still has my heart. Wow. It's really cool to hear you say this. I've been able, I've had the privilege of going to Killarney a few times, but, like, um, I don't know. Uh, it, it's interesting describing it to other people, and I think it, it's... Uh, I don't know what you're saying kind of maybe gives some of my statements a bit more credibility because you've traveled far more than I have. Um, Same. (laughs) But it's so cool to hear you say this because I I always am like, no, it's a really like, it is like a a magical place. It's, it's so beautiful. Um, I mean, yeah, like the, the sunsets, the rocks, the water, like it it doesn't get old. It's so, it's so peaceful. Um, So to hear you say this is really cool. And I hope uh, people listening to this, if you haven't been to Killarney and you're in Canada, like go. Now is the perfect Mm -hmm. time. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fall is coming. It's going to be Mm -hmm. stunning. It's And you know what, Teresa, I was just before we were recording this, I was out for a walk on the rocks with my aunt who is Indigenous. She's my father's sister. And she was like sharing this teaching with me because I was saying the same thing to her about like just touching the rocks and just feeling them. There's there's magic and you it it grounds you in a way. And it's just I was like I just lay here and look at the clouds and that's what I do when I have spare time and yeah I can't get enough of it and I just I love it I crave it. And she was like, rocks are our grandfathers. They're the oldest things on the earth. They teach us so much. They're full of wisdom. And she just articulated all of what you just said so perfectly i mean so as did you but i was like yes so many people feel that it's just such a a special place so excellent um my next question for you was um what's your next move because you're a little travel bug and with you know (laughs) what do you see yourself doing have you are there parts of canada that you want to explore that you haven't yet or like what are you going to do um, I'm heading out to the West, like COVID depending. Now I'm getting nervous that I'm not even mm-hmm. going to be able to make it out there. But, mm-hmm. um, I haven't actually explored that much of Canada. Like I've lived in a few places, but only for a few months. Um, okay. so I'm excited to road trip 
to the west and just take as many stops as I want. Cool. Um, cool. And kind of like everybody always like says that Manitoba super lame. And I just I can't believe it. Same with Saskatchewan. No. I'm like, there must be something Same. there for me. Same. Um, so I just want to like I just want to get to know the country. You know, I want to like mm-hmm. get 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 comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, hopefully um, the world will be less crazy and I can escape again. But um, we'll see. I decided that I'm going to also continue trying not to take airplanes. Cool. Um, Great. So and is I've that for environmental at... reasons or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of environmental guilt, but we can go into that another day. <laughs> oh, you have it. Um, traveler trauma. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> traveler trauma. That's fine. <laughs> We can talk about that another day. Oh my God, you're like a real life Greta Thunberg, but like a way more fierce version of her. It's like amazing. <laughs> Greta's fierce. Uh, she's she fierce. fierce. I'm, I don't want to take that away from her. I do appreciate the way she gave Donald Trump the stink eye at that like United Nations <laughs> thing or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's she's just it's just so nice to talk to someone who travels consciously, is mm-hmm, respectful mm-hmm. of of the earth and other cultures and that sort of thing. I think so often like western culture like people from north america travel to places and like demand things or mm-hmm. have yeah. this sense of entitlement or like that they're they have rights to things as opposed to what is my what is my um responsibility here like what are my what's yeah, my yeah. what what can i learn you know so mm-hmm. it's just so wonderful thank you yes. chris do you have this any is- further further questions for well what's funny Teresa. is I, I mean i want to be mindful of your time but i was going to say if you you've been to so many places what is your favorite place to visit like do you have one spot if you had to pick I, i'm guessing this is very difficult but one oh my spot gosh if, if, like yeah that's very if you hard. could only go um, to one place ever again where would it be oh my gosh i know i'm sorry how cruel <laughs> i've had such a nice time and now you're making no me yeah chris he's <laughs> our guest oh my god um Shit. i think the most like emotional i've ever gotten in a place was in um malaysian borneo okay um but that's because my favorite creature on earth lives there um orangutan the, yes man of the <gasps> forest orangutan um, my sister and I, this is, I'll, I'll cut this story very short because uh, <laughs> I'm going to be conscious of your time, but um, it's like, it's kind of untouched still. Like it's, there's not a huge tourist, um, cool. like impact. So yeah. we just took like public buses everywhere and there's like beautiful waterfalls and forests and, um, obviously my favorite creature. And we took the tourists, like the little, like, it was like two bucks to go on this bus to see these orangutans in a sanctuary. So they release them, like they, they help them and give them food and like rehabilitate them, but then they're all free. So if they don't want to be there, they can go back to the forest. So if mm. you see an orangutan, it means that it's like, it needs help. And so it's there to eat. And so I, I, you know, I had my brain set. I was like, you know what? It's fine. If we don't see an orangutan, it just means that they're back in the forest, which is what I want anyway. Yeah. like humans have destroyed their entire habitat. Um, and we walk into this park and we were the only two people there because we didn't take one of those big fancy tours. We just got on the bus 
And so everybody else arrived an hour later, and there was this mom orangutan with a baby orangutan just oh like God. in a tree. Oh. Immediately, I am bawling my <laughs> eyes out. My sister is like, Teresa, please stop your embarrassing me. And I'm like, who's here to see? It's just the orangutan. <laughs> I'm just sobbing. So, yeah, Borneo was, was definitely wow. um, one of my favorite experiences. Okay. But cool. it's very hard. I'm going to like, bet. I'm going to be thinking about this all day. Okay. <sighs> Well, no, thank you so much. This is like, it, it's been so amazing hearing about all of this. And yeah, I echo everything that, that Jess has said. Like, this is just, yeah, it's so cool hearing about this from, from your perspective. And, and, yes. and, and conscious travel is definitely something that um, I think we could all uh, do a little bit more with. And, and yeah. uh, I'm speaking uh, to myself here. So yeah, this is really cool. Oh, you are myself. acknowledging oh, that, Christopher. Good for you. Okay. <laughs> okay, Teresa, we can I'll direct later, you to though. the <laughs> to their Another appropriate episode. episode. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, but I agree. I really agree. Okay, wonderful. Let's take a break. Teresa, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your amazing story with us. We're going to take a quick little break and then we're going to put all of your worldly <laughs> knowledge to the test and see if you can, if you can all of that us. life experience yeah. can help you guess the celebrity quiz, with, you know, priorities. So we'll okay. be right back. Okay. <laughs> have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you, and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. All right. All right, all right, all right. So, to recap, so I'll give the, the hints again here. Um, and then, um, Teresa, what we do is, so Jess can ask three questions about the hints and then make three guesses, but I think it's fair. Like if we can just like turn this into a conversation, but I'm thinking you can each have like three questions each if you want them and then three guesses each. That seems fair. Jess, you seem upset about this. The silence is... Honestly, because... (laughs) Like, I don't know if I'm losing my edge here in the wilderness, but I have no idea. So can you please repeat? And I'm just to, like, let everyone know, I'm going to be typing the hints down because they didn't at the first segment, okay? And Chris rudely accused me of cheating once when he heard me typing in the background. He thought I was Googling the answer. First of all, how dare you? Second of all, I'm just saving paper. Okay, fine. So there you have it, folks. Um, okay, so here are the hints. <laughs> Get that keyboard ready. So, it's ready. Uh, hint number one: the first on their first on-screen appearance was at the age of fifteen, um, and it was on a British television series. Um, they became known across the world in the late '90s after a breakout role on a movie, and in 2012 they wrote a book. Um, about autism. This is yeah. not going to go well for me. <laughs> we got this, Teresa. I have okay. no leads. No leads? Okay. Well, me either. Okay. <laughs> so what... Yeah, do you have any questions? 
Yeah, I have many questions. Okay. I have the many. first question. <laughs> yeah, the first question I would like to ask is, what is the movie that made them famous? Uh, or the, can you give a hint to the genre? Like, I guess. The. Uh, shit. Uh, the the. Well, I mean, it's it's a dramatic movie. Oh my uh, god, that, they're all dramatic. That the it's a movie. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's okay. Here, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, it's it does have to do with uh, boats. Of course, it does. I knew oh, it. I knew oh. you could. You wouldn't be able to help yourself. Is it a happy ending boat movie or a bad boat movie? Uh, it's it's good for some people, but overall pretty bad. Okay, so like a Titanic ending we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, is it Kate Winslet? What was that? I didn't hear what you said. Is it is it Kate Winslet? That's my first guess. That's your first guess? You said she's British. You said she was on a British TV show. Yeah. And she her breakout role was in a movie from the late 90s. I think Titanic was 1998. I remember the Oscars 1998 so well, but I'm wow. unclear about this autism piece. I'm going to guess Kate Winslet, first guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. Yes, yes, <laughs> Teresa, we did it. Yeah. Oh, yes. I see. <laughs> okay, good job. Wow, um, that was, was not as bad as I thought. I know. Oh. I thought it was so smart until that um, the question, like, what was the movie? And then I was going to say Titanic, and then. Oh, I see. You're right, I couldn't help myself. So, uh, Teresa, <laughs> I, I have this history of like trying to pick movies that might relate to some of the topics that we're talking about and <laughs> I, I simply couldn't help myself I guess so I, I knew it I was gonna guess Tom Hanks at first just like I didn't know her from Castaway you know yeah. but then I was like or Captain Phillips there's two right, there okay. so it would have been a double whammy ooh, yeah jeez yeah okay it's well fine yeah I really Add didn't another think tick about under my name yeah mm-hmm. my name. <sighs> mm-hmm. well well yeah. well well Looks like our cup has runneth over with tea. It's all the tea that we have. <laughs> We've runneth out of the tea for this week, in fact. Teresa, once again, thank you so thank much you so for much, yeah. coming thank you. on. Yeah. And thank you in advance for also coming on in future episodes to discuss your travels <laughs> once more. <laughs> um, I can't wait. Um, be sure to check us out next week when we'll be back with more tea. Yes. Awesome. And that's about it. Have a great Have week. Have a great everyone. week, everyone. Bye. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>